say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that's never seen the Flatwoods Monster. Because we live with our own monster every day. This is Hysteria 51. Is that monster your crippling inadequacies and broken will to live? I was talking about you, you fuckstain. Thanks for proving my point. I'll have you know. I am a pillar of the community. I provide a service and help you meet sacks out daily. Your service is less stray cats, and unfortunately, with the help of your bot juice, I think you cut the life expectancy of the homeless population to probably just a few weeks now. That's not a service. That's a blight. Potato. Tomato. By the by, John called for you. When? Before. For what? Before I told you he called. Jeez, you are dense. <sighs> what did he want? Stuff. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to the message. And he left a message and he didn't play it for me. You're worthless. Thank you. I try. But here, you can listen since I forgot to delete it. Brent, hey, it's John. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I think I'm in is, Islamabad. I, I can't tell. I, I can't tell, but I, I think I found him. I think he's here. I, uh, uh, uh call me back. I, you probably can't call me back. You don't know where I am. Uh, just, just, uh, I think I found him. I think I found him. God damn it, thinking and knowing are two different things. This is taking longer and costing more than I imagined. What the hell are you girls going on about? Ah, never mind that. But hey, we got a cryptid hunt this week. I'm not doing this myself. I am tired of pulling your weight. Well, conspiracy about you're not alone this week. We got some new blood. Some new... I shouldn't say blood because that gets him excited. (laughs) Someone new in studio this week. Another lower fourth dimension podcast. We got Art here. Art, tell everyone your show, and uh, how we drug you on and kicking and screaming. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for having me here, Brent. (laughs) And uh, hey, Conspiracy Bot, it's good to see you again, buddy. The pleasure is all yours. I don't know if you know this, we actually go back. uh, Well, anyway, I should introduce myself first. (laughs) Uh, I'm Art. I'm from uh, one of the co-hosts of Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast. Uh, Yeah, as uh, Brent said, we're a uh, fellow Chicago-based podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. We, we met over some sausages. <laughs> we, we we met over some sausages, some uh, some Italian beef. Now, if I'm supposed to do pie. my right uh, accent, my my Chicago accent, I'll be like, oh hey, because that's my accent. <laughs> that's your accent for everything. I'm, uh, I live here in fucking Chicago. <laughs> I thought that was your Russian accent. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, see, my P's weren't backwards oh, in that one, so right. you can tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy bot and I, uh, we go back. Yeah, he's helped me yeah. out. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Brent, but uh, I have a big collection of uh, of Beanie Babies. You remember Beanie Babies? I do. They're worth a fortune. Uh, yeah. Do you know that? Or is it is that your your retirement plan? That's my retirement plan. And uh, does he does he sneak up behind you and just rip the tags off of them? Is well, you... no, no, no. <laughs> you see, I think you give him a little bit too. You you, you grief uh, conspiracy bot a little bit too much on the show. Damn right. Conspiracy bot for a nominal fee of one hundred fifty dollars a month. Plus expenses. He, I give him the Beanie Babies, and he finds his secret exclusive markets where he can uh, sell them. And then eventually, at the end, once he sells them all, I'm going to see some of that profit. Oh, but right so now, I just pay him. 
a beautiful plan, Seabot, yeah. and I like it. It's foolproof. It's and like, and if we get more people involved, Brent, here, hear me out. Like if you and John like want to get involved, if we're the top and uh, I'm the, the top. base, yeah, and then we we find people. That's right. And then they find people. Uh-huh. See, even he gets it. I call it my triangle of will. <laughs> that's, that's one way. Oh, that's so you're familiar. Way. Yeah. <laughs> you went to his seminar. Yeah. yeah. At the park district. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Seabot. Yeah. He's not allowed in the libraries anymore. <laughs> so it is. We did ask you, you know, we asked John because you were, you, you actually wanted to talk this topic, the good old Flatwoods monster. That's right. I mean, this is such a fun topic, Brent. I, th- I think it's just like steeped in this sort of Americana. It's mm. very iconic. It's a fun monster to talk about. It's a fun sort of UFO cryptid hybrid. Yeah, it's well, so it's, I'm going to call this Monster Week. Yeah. But I don't exactly know because is it a cryptid? Is it alien? Is it Mothman on holiday? Is it just, <laughs> is it just a crackhead? Well, that was a 50, so probably not. But no. I think we're going to try to find out because it, it ticks off so many boxes. And depending on what story you listen to or who you, you're talking to, they tell you what they think of it. And it's been uh, interesting as of late because we've seen it in Fallout 76. That's right. It's been on the Project Blue Book TV show. You yeah. know, So it's been all over the place. When I was researching this, there's kind of like three big stories that 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 talked about. This is kind of a one and done monster. A they, little bit. They saw it once, and then it's just there in, like you said, in the Americana and like the town that where it was of good old Flatwood. It's um, their bread and butter, so to yeah. speak. But we're going to focus at least my research when I looked on this one one big story. Dateline September twelfth, nineteen fifty two, which is an interesting time, like you said. It's right after like 47 Roswell. That's right. It's definitely in the American mind of aliens. It, it is in like the that. zeitgeist. UFOs. Kids are running around reading like sci-fi magazines and publications. Big you know? time. All those, you know, you know, you've got the the shaver mysteries oh, yeah. and all this stuff that this is when stuff like that was bred into the the like you said the whole cultural zeitgeist. Arguably the most famous alien of all, Brent, Superman. Yes. They're reading yes. Superman comics. That's right. A lot of people, you don't think about him as an alien. He's, He's an, an alien. absolutely an alien. <laughs> but we're in the town of Flatwoods in Braxton County, West Virginia. Uh, I summer there. I don't know about you. Oh, lovely beaches. <laughs> it was a tiny, In this landlocked little yeah, area. <laughs> yeah. A little 300 people hamlet in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> the whole point of this story is an entity is spotted, but get this, it's spotted after a bright object crosses across the night sky that's right they go running after it and we'll get into this in a little bit but before we tell the whole story what was your draw to it why do why did you pick it is it because well, of the americana or did you did you know about this for a long time no actually a uh, a listener sent this one into us and i had oh, wow. never heard of it before wow and then we started looking into it and i don't know i just kind of fell in love with the creature's design and as we'll get into it, you know, not to spoil anything, but the the, the creature definitely like uh, there's a few different versions yes. of it, right? Yes. Um, and I don't know, it's just so interesting, and it's just uh, I think it's just a fun little story. It is, and because like I said <laughs> in the beginning, I, I I say monster because that's just like an all encompassing. Because I don't know if it's a cryptid, I don't know if it's an alien, I don't know if it's a robot. Could be whatever you, you know? want it to like, be, baby. There's all these <laughs> stories. So, you know what? Real quick, let's head a break. And when we come back... It's the story of the flat-chested monster. Flatwood, stop it. You suck worse than art. (laughs) It's next on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Mm, Je m'appelle David. 
You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill 
to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Back. And it's 1952. Oh, wow. We're, we're painting a picture. <laughs> September 12th. My favorite night in 1952. 7.15 p.m. in the evening. That's when these shenanigans kick off. That's and right. it, it's kind of included to these this little group, this story we're going to tell. Two brothers, Edward Boom Boom and Fred Danger May. I don't know if <laughs> if uh, if you spotted that in your those in your, are, no, I, I I didn't see that before. That's you some really real got to go to like page three <laughs> yeah. of Google results, and you'll find you'll find the real names. Classic classic nicknames. Yeah, they're there with their friend Tommy Heyer. Uh, they spot what we said this thing that shot across the sky. And they're actually playing at the local school, you know, like in the yard. There. Playing some touch football. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know tickling and thing. You okay. know, r- real school kids. Tommy's shit. kind of a weirdo. He, yeah. he giggles like that. Tommy, why do you always want to be it? <laughs> <laughs> what they say is they see this bright object shoot across the sky. And not only does it shoot across the sky, it lands on the hilltop of the Bailey Fisher farm. That's so right. if you look at this town, there's a... The school's at the bottom of a hill, kind of goes up a hill, and then there is a like a jut up hill, like a, right. like a plateau. And it, it's a hike. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know, the, it, it is it's it's a hilly area. It's West Virginia. Yeah, you know, so it's almost heaven, one might say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I that kind of reminds me of a song, but <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, recall what yeah. it is. He was a plain down to earth guy. I don't know if you know that or not. You mean he 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 unfortunately died in a plane oh, crash? Oh god, I, I didn't know that. I'm I'm now I'm embarrassed. Wait. No, I didn't know. Oh, that. okay. <laughs> Brent, I'm very gullible. You will fool me multiple times. <laughs> the other thing I want to say is I love old names. Just yeah. G. G. Bailey Fisher, who owned it. I actually had an uncle named LG. His first name was the letter L. Wow. L. Grover. <laughs> I guess we know his favorite brand of electronics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sony, exactly. Ah, yes. Sony, yeah. Well played. Well played. So Ed Samsung and, man. Yeah. <laughs> so Ed and Fred are close to home. So they drop by their house to get their mom, Kathleen. They want to tell her this story. Like, hey. This was 1952, so she immediately beat the shit out of them for telling lies. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't I didn't find that in any of my research. Yeah. You know, I found Boom Boom and Danger. But boom Boom and Danger, that. but yeah, no, that, that, that didn't really make it. Because you guys suck at research. <laughs> so Kathleen Thanks. and the three boys, plus they had a couple tag-alongs. They weren't That's the right. only ones that saw it. Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, as well as uh, their dog, mm-hmm. Ricky. Ricky. Ricky the dog. <laughs> They get the, uh, and also get this, 17-year-old West Virginia National Guardsman, Eugene Lemon. So we got kids from the age of 10 to 17, then the mom, they actually head up to the farm to see what the hell's going on. I mean, you really got to give Kathleen May props here, right? She's like, you're not going to shut up until I take you there, are you? (laughs) I don't know. I like to kind of imagine it. She's either the coolest mom in the world or the worst, depending on who you ask. What? (laughs) You saw something dangerous. We gonna rob those alien bitches tonight? Exactly. She's like, get get my treasure boots. Here. Mom, 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 we saw an alien crash in the sky. Well, all right, let's go trespass and figure what's out of there. Well, you're not gonna probe yourself. Let's get going, boys. <laughs> Just unracks the shotgun off the wall. Yeah, yeah, she's that type. She's like, yeah. I've been waiting for this. She's Linda Hamilton from exactly. Terminator. Mom, I saw an alien. 
finally, <laughs> they're here. Yeah. <laughs> they go a looking and they climb the hill and they say they see. Now, depending on the story, they either see or smell it first. And so uh, it doesn't matter either way. Uh, one of them says they see a pulsing red light. And Eugene Lemon, he's that National Guardsman, said he aimed a flashlight at it at the direction of the light and momentarily saw a tall man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by what looked like a pointed hood-like shape. Mm -hmm. That's the fucking devil. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. He he, he would know. You you want to get supernatural with it, I mean. Well, that's one opinion, but descriptions vary of the story and we'll get into that too but there's actually an article from freight magazine based on this tape recorded interview that they did a ufo writer by the name of gray barker said he described the figures as approximately 10 feet now if you ask the kathleen she said it was 15 feet tall right everyone's got something different with a round face large pointed hood like shape around the face eyes that emitted a greenish orange light and dark black or green body yeah uh depending on who saw it some of them said it was black some said a green and kathleen she was the only one who said this but she described the figures having small claw-like hands she said that jutted forward clothing with folds in it and a head that resembled the ace of spades <laughs> i love it she's she describes it as like the world's scariest pez dispenser yeah <laughs> yeah eat my neck fruit <laughs> exactly that is what you see though in a lot of the drawings yeah. is her description uh, of kind of what it looked like her and, and gray barker's kind of design yeah it, yeah i feel like most of the kids kind of agree on the head shape right they see that hooded cowl they see that ace of spades head shape and, and the animal like glowing eyes mm-hmm. but then like you have like kind of kathleen who has a little bit more of a fantastic interestingly enough when they they told this story they actually brought in a police sketch artist yeah. and he drew it and that's the the picture that's kind of yeah lasted and if you see it the guy drew a man standing next to it yeah like, yeah yeah for, for scale. perspective yeah he's like oh that's how big it was give it to them you know they're they're doing that anyway they see it and they either Saw it first or smelled it first, but regardless, they say it started making a hissing sound and glided towards them in an attacking manner, I guess you would think. Now, Lemon, the National Guardsman, not being a fucking idiot, (laughs) he screams, drops the flashlight, and they all run away. Yeah. Because, you know, what's your reaction when the devil hisses at you and and glides (laughs) towards you? Like, what do you do, Art? No, you definitely stand there and ask him for directions or if he's got any candy. Did you hear something? (laughs) Did you hear something, fellows? Yeah, like it's every white person in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go to the basement and investigate. Yeah. (laughs) We should go to the scary forest. Let's take that road. Why don't we just get in the moving car and leave? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to the chainsaw dungeon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like I said, either before or after, the, the you know, this thing wasn't done being a shit or it had already been a complete piece of shit because the whole area smelled like a pungent mist that they described as sulfury. And some of them even said they were nauseated after. Listen, you see something scary. Bodily movements happen. <laughs> Brent, we've all been there. <laughs> what a waste. What do you mean? I roam the streets literally every night looking for a pet alien or monster I can domesticate. One practically lands in these idiots' laps and they run away. Now I'm the one getting nauseated with their stupidity. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, you gotta have a hobby. They're not Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, he's also roaming the streets trying to sell Beanie Babies, and so it's kind of a twofer. (laughs) You know? It makes sense to me. And that I appreciate. Can't wait to see that money. You see what I have to deal with, though? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So just so happens, they weren't the only ones looking, though, in this area. The local sheriff and a deputy at the same time were investigating reports of a crashed aircraft in the area. So, of course, they searched the area also separately at the time of the reported monster. Care to guess what they they said they saw? Smelled? Nothing. They saw nothing. Zilch. Yeah, yeah. It does get a little more interesting. According to Barker's account the next day, A. Lee Stewart Jr. That's not A, but A is his first name. That's another one of these great, like, old-timey names. A. Lee Stewart Jr. (laughs) of the Braxton Democrat claimed to discover skid marks in the field and an odd gummy deposit. Now, that could have just been that leftover Pez <laughs> residue. That's right. <laughs> but what is? I don't know what an odd gummy deposit is. That is a very weird way to describe, like, tar yeah. or, I don't know, oil. <laughs> a gummy deposit. Boom. Saucer. <laughs> Only gotta... somebody who writes for the uh, Braxton Democrat could yeah. uh, come up with gummy deposits. <laughs> <laughs> of course, though. UFO people of the time they see this boom. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a saucer. It's a flying saucer. We know it. We know it. In fact, according to former news editor Holt Byrne, uh, this is a quote newspaper stories were carried throughout the country, radio broadcasts were carried on large networks, and hundreds of phone calls were received from all parts of the country. So this thing took on a life of its own. For being such a small yeah. incident, it really garnered national attention. I, I think I just read a stat somewhere that said it was like the number 11 most popular, like national press services of the year of crazy of all news of that year yeah that was number 11 for like a little town in the middle like smack dab in the middle of west virginia yeah that's awesome (laughs) well and and so the people start coming to the may family you got ministers came in a pittsburgh newspaper sent reporters there to talk to them of course ufo and 40 and people of the time all were out there. You had people like uh, Gray Barker, Ivan T. Sanderson, people that were names of names back then came there and it really put Flatwoods on the map Yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is the, you know, I think the May family kind of, they took a little bit of a, I mean, they took a little bit of a, of a, of a you know, like, I guess a, uh, a beating there, like, you know, like people were accusing them of making stuff up and they, kind right, of, right. They right. didn't want to talk about it for a long time because well, they were making fun of them. Exactly. And now if you go to Flatwoods, yeah, they are living off of this Flatwoods monster nostalgia. You know, there's the Flatwoods museum there mm-hmm. and you can, you know, I'm sure you can get the, the monster cup of coffee and the monster this <laughs> night, but, but they literally, they have cutouts and you can put your face in there. Giant can, chairs. Yeah. <laughs> and I did see every purchase gets a free poster of the, the police sketch. <laughs> <laughs> at the Flatwoods Museum. Score. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> but there's so many places like that, though, that have, you know, well, look at Roswell. Yeah. You know, look at, Ra- well, I mean, Rachel Nevada's got the little alien, but people go there just for, there's no reason or to Or Mothman there. in Point Pleasant. Exactly. Another West Virginia story. Exactly. Or if you're in Uranus, Missouri, the Fudge Factory. <laughs> well. A little different. But, you want to go you know, to Uranus anyway, am yeah, I right? Yeah, if you got to go to Uranus, <laughs> try the Fudge. <laughs> That you guys think I'm joking? And the lemonade, man! I need to reach out to them. They need to be a sponsor. That's right. They ship worldwide. Wow! That's how good Uranus's fudge is. <laughs> I'm not making this up. They have go. Do, do yourselves a favor. Google Uranus fudge, 
And uh, be very careful with how you spell that. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, I'm the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's literally the mayor. I love it. It's the greatest thing you can ever do. So those are the nuts and bolts to the story as yeah. far as what happened. That's really it. That's it. You know, that's it. And it's not even like Mothman that that popped up here and there. This has popped up in other things, but that's it. So let's shoot the break real quick. Let's come back and we're going to talk what could it have been, where has it shown up in pop culture, and uh, what's the official claim? What do the people that investigated it say it really was? That's coming up on Hysteria 51. You know what? It's not a Sandhill Crane. I'll say that. It's not Mothman. But there are a lot of people that that have an opinion on this. I want to start with arts. Okay. I want to get your opinion. Robot, alien, monster, cryptid, crackhead. Ooh, like, let's, uh, if you just going off what we've said so far, fudge connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mayor of your give me your fudge. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I just like the because it, it also has a ton of different names too, right? People call it the Flatwoods Monster. Yep. They call it the Phantom of Flatwoods. The, the Braxton County Monster. Yep. The, the Green Eye yep. Monster. Mm-hmm. He's got so many different names. He's like Kaiser Soze or something. Yeah. Like I don't know, you know. <laughs> uh, I I kind of just think of it as a. I, I think I go with. Uh, I guess. Uh, cryptid. Yeah, I think I lean towards cryptid. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know I, I think a lot of times cryptids are, uh, as we'll talk about, kind of get uh, are there are like some form of animal that we we understand, and then mm-hmm. it's like a a more uh, uh, I don't know like strange version of an animal, kooky, kooky. spooky, kooky and spooky, yeah, maybe even mysteriously ooky. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it, it. It's such an interesting thing. The streak and everything makes so many people go to alien or, yeah. or robot or, or whatever. Well, I was just going to say, as we said, that's kind of the general zeitgeist of the time, right? Mm-hmm. People are seeing aliens. They're reading alien comics. They're reading uh, sci-fi publications. Yeah. If you see something streak across the sky in 1950s, yeah, yeah. you're going to be like, that is well, an alien. <laughs> that or the other thing is this is an interesting time is at least the people went there instead of oh, shit, we're going to get bombed. Well, you know, because that that's the other thing is this is the time when everyone's ready for the... Uh, when I was in grade school, and I, I bet you didn't do this, <laughs> they still did duck and cover drills for nuclear in the 80s. They yeah, did duck no. and cover... Producer Lisa, do you remember those? Where, I don't know if you know this, but your jacket and or a desk will save you from nuclear fallout. That's all you need. That's all you need. It's too bad that we haven't known that forever. You know, we know that now. <laughs> But, that's why a lot of armored vehicles for the military are just uh, uh, school desks. Yeah, covered that's in what, a, in which a car. are awesome because it's just covered in graffiti. You know, like carved like <laughs> so many pencil carvings. Yeah. Brent was here. <laughs> you know, you, it's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But yeah, that's now we have that technology. That's right. But Project Blue Book is one of the reasons that a lot of people have even heard of this if they're outside of this whole realm. And not the the. What Project Blue Book was, was, as many people know, um, it, it was a U.S. Air Force 
UFO inquiry as part of a project called Project Blue Book that dispatched a handful of investigators around the country to look into such claims. And that's where J. Allen Hynek comes from, you know, and the TV show. And if you watch the episode of the TV show, while they took some liberties with the story, <laughs> you know, the way that they depicted it, witness said they saw a straight up alien yeah. like it was very different in this big round eyes that look like eyes on this one not the glowing ones that were maybe right. shooting out glowing beams. portals uh the wreckage from a craft was everywhere like they went it was in the show they're up on the hill looking down on it and it's just a crashed saucer you right. know for lack of a better word and very different from what they actually said they saw but you have to do that to make a good tv show you got it and of course in that one then there's the men in black and they're yes. around and, and there was a meteor and this and that and the other but it it makes for good tv it's not exactly faithful to the actual story no not really or but... completely faithful and uh, we've been lied to uh-oh yeah, well, one or the other. That's off disclosure for your bitch asses. Do you play Fallout 76? You know, I haven't. I haven't touched a Fallout game, New Vegas. Well, I played Fallout 3, which was after, but never, I played I've New never Vegas. I've never touched one. I don't even know anything about it. New them. Vegas is a good one. But uh, it's a you game. Can hunt, uh, you can hunt. It's set in West Virginia, and you, you can hunt. this bitch. Yeah. You can hunt the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> yeah, and I actually I went and I watched some people fight it it teleports around it spits um i guess acid or Which, whatever you yeah like call stinky it, grass know? i guess I don't yeah know. <laughs> and it can take over robots and other monsters around it but here's oh. the thing in fallout 76 it's a it looks like a robot with mist inside it it's got jets hmm. like little um rockets on its side that are keeping it up okay and its arms are like mechanical claws yeah. <laughs> and its head looks like if you saw like mysterio yes like but it's pink smoke and they took some it. liberties with the design and yeah. eyes that shoot lasers okay at least that's something that's fun that's, that's fun. uh yeah or there's uh i'm sure you you've heard of uh legend of zelda majora's mask yeah, yeah. the aliens in that game were said to be inspired by the flatwoods monster yeah, they, yeah. they they definitely have a little flatwoods in them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the flatirians from <laughs> Zeta Reticuli oh, or no. something. Yeah. Brent's channeling. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's I like to call it remote viewing. <laughs> I'm remotely viewing that bitch. No, so it, it, it is funny how, number one, you just brought something up too. Two of the big cryptids have come from West Virginia. They got, they're chock full of them. Man, it is almost heaven. It really is. <laughs> I wonder- West Virginia. I wonder if there's any correlation to people there being more- open to these ideas or, or or why why these these caught on the way they did yeah that's now, an interesting take that's not exactly something that's blowing the doors off stuff because everywhere has their own cryptid but most of them are just bigfoot but jersey's got the jersey devil yeah. and other places have their you know the, there's the bray road beast and things yeah. like that but this place is hogging them it's uh it's Unique it's misty ones. there it's misty there it's hilly uh there's a lot of different wildlife well, and you're very close to DC and um, Wright Pat, so you got yeah. you, know, you, you got airplanes and and whatnot, military or escaped around. shit from <laughs> Wright Pat. That's right, man. I think we're cracking the code here. <laughs> we got it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to some non-fun explanations. We got to do that. Um, yeah. Back in the year, in the year 2000, do you ever watch that on Conan O'Brien? Way back in the day, they used to have 
uh, guy there you go in the year 2000 it, they do ex- it feels a little familiar yeah but, they do, uh, they I, do. I might be showing my age here Brent <laughs> <laughs> so a John Goforth wannabe by the name of Joe Nickel uh, he's actually an investigator and a poo-pooer of stories like this uh, he's famous for investigative of all things paranormal and then being the skeptic yeah he writes a so, lot for the skeptic inquirer yes and, and yes and exactly like his thing is that the bright light in the sky it was a meteor they yeah. just saw a meteor, it shot across the sky. That's a that's a good way to think about it, I would yeah. say. Pulsating red light, yeah, it's just a light like the hazard lights on a plane. Yeah. And here's the key though. So those things you can say, the monster, because they said they saw a monster. What was it, Art? He says it's a barn owl. Yes. Those not a sandhill crane for <laughs> once, but a barn owl. So uh, they have a shape of a face. If you look, it does look like a spade. They're creepy. It is. It, so I watched a video where they're showing it, and it's moving its head, and they do kind of look like that. I guess their eyes could reflect. And if Big you, eyes, if too. You, yeah. It ticks a lot of boxes. It does. And Kathleen May said that it had small arms with, with like talons or, well, she didn't say talons. Terrible but, claws. Yeah, claws. Would make you think of like when they take off and they're coming yeah. forward, they put their 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 arms out. And the other thing that an owl can do, I don't know if I'm, you know, telling stories out of school. You're the owl not, expert. They can fly, <laughs> so they can glide. You know what, Brent? Now that you mention it, they can fly. They're blowing the fucking lid off. Birds this. can fly. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, our our John Goforth wannabe. He said that uh, people are scared, so they have distorted perceptions they're looking at this thing they they glimpse it for one or two seconds mm. and barn owls uh particularly like to uh like nest inside of old hollowed out like trees mm-hmm. that were up there in that area yep and so you got to think if this was like a mother bird protecting her nest like yeah, yeah she's gonna hiss and go yeah. right at him talons first well, right and when you see something that doesn't jive right. with you your mind fills in the blanks. Exactly. And that's something that we talk about. You ever, like, you catch a sight and it's like, what the hell was that? Was that a oh, dog? Yeah. I see no, stuff all a, the time. What, is that a dog? <laughs> no, it's a trash can. You know, like, <laughs> weird stuff like that. And so I think that's something that, uh, but when you see something, you want your mind to go there. And y- your mind automatically goes there and goes, well, I saw it, so it has to be true. Yeah. And you know what? It, like we've been saying the whole show, you know, these kids, they've been taking in UFO stuff. Uh, and that's what they're reading, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if they see something weird, they're kind of, kind of like fill in the blanks. Be like, well, I don't know what it was. Fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, Swear they don't have uh, Animal Planet back in the fifties, yeah. so if they have never seen a barn owl before. Yeah. Then, meanwhile, old old G at the top of the hills like, get off my goddamn property. <laughs> you don't want to go up down that road. Yeah, yeah. ground sour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smells like top down that road. They come back different. It tells you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that he he had his property trespassed upon. <laughs> Get off my property! Yeah, yeah. And then it shot at us and yelled horrible things. Yeah, yeah you don't say. <laughs> so Joe Nickel also had some other people that agreed with him. Uh, the U.S. Air Force. Yeah, they they did. And on that very night, there was a meteor that had been observed actually across three states: Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So it wasn't it wasn't. Uh, too far fetched to believe that that's what they saw was that meteor. And Nickel looked into reports and found that there were three aircraft in the area at that time that all had red beacons that were flashing. Uh, so 
again, that ticks off another box. Fine, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then the owl business, the movement, the sounds, the the hissing or the screeching, you know, they're all consistent with the silhouette, flight patterns of a barn owl. And the body, that's the other thing that they talked about. Some of them said they had the pleated green colored skirt right, or shirt right. or whatever. <laughs> So they said there was probably foliage underneath the owl, yeah. and you, you could have created an illusion thereof of being a pleated green skirt, I guess, yeah. you know? Uh, like you said, it could have been in a tree, too, and you see, like, the the bark and stuff. Researchers also concluded that witnesses' inability to agree whether the creature had arms. Like I said, Kathleen was yeah. the one that said it had small claws with hand, you know, hands. Ailey claws. Stewart pointed that out. He said that, like, the I think he actually... To quote him, he said that the group violently. Ailey Stewart Jr. Oh, Ailey Stewart Jr. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't want to confuse it with Ailey Stewart Sr. Not AJ. It's Ailey Stewart Jr. <laughs> Please, my father is Ailey Stewart. <laughs> Call me Ailey Stewart Jr. <laughs> Ailey Stewart Jr. said that the group violently disagreed. Like they couldn't yeah. agree on anything. Which, kids, I can see them arguing, but that is an important thing to yeah. say. I don't know if you know this or not. My wife and I have never seen the same thing. Uh, whenever we talk, I did not see things properly. Yeah. Yeah. And I never remember properly the things that she has said to me in the past. I, I'm not going to get in between you and your wife here. Listen, you know, that's. <laughs> Please, that, someone. Yeah. I'm, I'm someone? staying neutral. I'm Switzerland on this. <laughs> uh, so they did say, though, that uh, the description of a barn owl gripping a tree branch is probably what it was. That's yeah. the official, official description. Ryan, I don't know how you say this guy's name. H a u p t. How hopped? H a u p t. Yeah, and he's a skeptical researcher. He reports that the night local boy Max Lockhart, he was another kid. He actually admitted that he had driven around the site because he saw something in a Chevy pickup truck. So boom, you get uh, tracks. Mm-hmm. You could have oily residue, mm-hmm. and I guess. Maybe bits of rubber could be a gummy substance. Who knows? But Who knows? that that also kind of describes why that the area could have been tore up. Yeah, uh, everybody's just trespassing on uh, Bailey's G- farm, huh? G. Bailey Fisher. Is yeah, that nobody respects a good fence anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does a guy gotta do? Yeah. to keep these kids in line. Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I forgot this. But uh, when you're have hysteria and overexertion, you get nauseous. Mm. So that's true. The Lemon Boy, Eugene Lemon, yeah. was uh, up chucking quite a bit after the encounter. Yeah, yeah. If they don't train for this in the National Guard, <laughs> I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. And uh, I don't know if you saw this too, Brent, but apparently, when uh, you know there was this uh, this putrid stench. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of them said that there was this putrid stench. Apparently, according to Ivan T. Sanderson. Uh, cryptid kingpin, Ivan T. Sanderson. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he said card. the grass just kind of stinks up there. Really? <laughs> I think that's what he concluded. <laughs> and, and, you know, maybe it could be because you get, you know, if it's a wet season or depending yeah. on what's around there, you, you ever been around skunkweed and stuff like that? It sure. smells like terrible, yeah, you know? It stinks, and, man. <laughs> and not talking skunkweed, like, not like bad marijuana, but yeah. like uh, stuff, it does. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, you know, and sometimes things just stink. Yeah, like growing up stink. on a farm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but not fudge from Uranus. No, fudge from Uranus. Smells wonderful. Man, they owe us. Go to this website. I'm not even, I am not even affiliated with them. I love their commercials. Yeah. That's my dad. 
he says that one guy who is inexplicably dressed like a a, a German in uh, what are those called? Uh, Lederhosen. Lederhosen. Yeah, just I'm I'm in Lederhosen and he's wearing an American flag for a suit. When you think fudge from Uranus, yes. you think German Lederhosen. I know it sounds like we're making fun of them. I'm thoroughly excited for this brand. <laughs> so, man, I tell you, it's 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 the town heritage. They embrace it as well. They should. They did after after a while. I, th- I think the maze got some grief for a while, but after after the years passed, I think the town really has embraced this this story. And, and you know, it probably brings some tourism to the to the town. You guys it, think it absolutely right? does? It absolutely does. I thought it was interesting. I was looking at a video where they went around the the museum, and they had little. I don't know, porcelain or whatever, you know, ceramic yeah. figures Chachkis. of all the different, like the red face, the green face, the red <laughs> body, the green body, a robot. And I'm like, they are on it. <laughs> and if I was into it, I'd have to have one of each. You, know? <laughs> you got to collect so, them all like Funko Pops. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Pogs. Collect them. Oh, not Pokemon. <laughs> and it's interesting, though, to me also, like in Fallout, where they really embrace like the robot aspect of, yeah. well, this is just a absolutely some sort of being so let me ask you brent let me ask you a question let me turn the tables here i'm ready what's your favorite depiction of this monster i mean do you you like more of the robot version do you like the idea that it's a uh, reptoid encased in a metal my favorite one is the green robe with the hood yeah that's green and then the red face and robot arms coming out because it looks absolutely ridiculous that's what i love about it i would say the official (laughs) it makes no sense like the face is uh red yeah round ball with glowing eyes yeah it's wearing what looks like a graduation gown (laughs) and think of like something like rick from rick and morty would have made for arms yeah you know what i mean like the flatwoods monster is like the weirdest game of mad libs yeah (laughs) like a game of telephone yeah exactly (laughs) exactly uh give me give me an adjective uh and and it glided (laughs) over to us menacingly With a space of spades, what? <laughs> For a face. If it was a real Mad Lib, though, it would be like the Fartwoods monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have 30 names for it. It's true. Good Lord. It's an interesting one all the way around. Yeah. But probably research and everything tells us it was probably just, uh, unless the dog tells us otherwise. Right. Uh, it was probably just a barn owl. And, I agree with you. And it's... a meteor, you know, and I'm not opposed to, to really liking these stories, but this one just doesn't, uh, doesn't hold water for me. No, I, I'm with you there, Brent. I mean, uh, both me and my co-host Andy agreed that it was most likely a barn owl. Andy, who, uh, is not allowed in my home. He's so not allowed in your home. Here. Yeah. Not since the incident. No. Yeah. No. He was, uh, he was bow hunting. <laughs> He was hunting a uh, bow bice runner yeah. up on the fourth yeah. season of American Idol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll get him this year. Yeah, we'll You're get so him. Bitch. We're gonna find him. <laughs> I'm not even gonna knock this year. I'm just gonna wait outside. <laughs> so those are our thoughts, and we want to hear yours. You can let us know on Hysteria Nation. Hop on Facebook. Go to Hysteria Nation and tell us number one. Other than Flatwoods Monster, what's your favorite other name for this? And post a picture of your favorite description or, or depiction of this thing. And while you're on there, you can hop on Facebook.com slash Hysteria51Pod. That's our normal page. Tweet to us at Hysteria51Pod. And don't forget, you can now on Mondays listen to us on KGRA. Go to KGRARadio.com, and we are on from 8 to 9 o'clock. And uh, we're on there doing our thing. And Patreon, Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. 
you can get yourself t-shirts you can get yourself posters pins all sorts of fun stuff host your own show you pick the topic we can even redo this one and um, not have me as a host if you want i mean <laughs> you're in you're in control you pull those you're paying you're doing what you want while you're hopping on things though where can they hop on the old interwebs and find oh. your little neck of the woods? Well, uh, you can uh, go onto your favorite browser and uh, type in the search. Uh, do, a, do a Boolean search for <laughs> www.mrbunkersconspiracytime.com. So Netscape on Prodigy. <laughs> That's right. <Okay. laughs> find Alta Vista. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MrBunkerPod. And um, the podcast is, you know, everywhere you find fine, fine podcasts. Yeah, yeah. You know. Now, is it going to be in the producer Lisa? Help me remember where are we going to be immortalized forever? The New York State University archives. I thought it was curated. Oh, that's right. <laughs> one of our one of our our previous guests is a researcher, okay. and all of her research and everything she does is being categorized in uh, in a university in New York, and the MP3 of our show was put into that. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Dang. Put that on a gold plate and send it out in the space. Someone's going to want it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let those Martians find out, find all of Hysteria yeah, Nation. Right? <laughs> so you got anything else coming up? Uh, we got some great episodes coming up in the future. We're doing some more um, guest stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, we got some more UFO, some uh, look out for uh, maybe a little UFO floating over Tehran. Oh, oh. And uh, we got we got some great stuff. Tay-tay. So uh, that's right. <laughs> Hey, Tay. <laughs> that's right. Taylor Swift. Tay, Tay. That's right. <laughs> Is an alien. You heard it here first. <laughs> Nation, like I said, make sure you check out everything. I'll have all your links in the description. So if they're lazy like me, they don't have to go far. Appreciate they it, They can sir. just click on it and go there. And if you had to pick the next sighting for the Flatwoods Monster, where are we going to see him next? That's what I want to hear from you on Hysteria Nation. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Art. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sacks. And stay tuned after the show for some kick-ass music from Majangas with their song, The Battle of Los Angeles. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.
Los Angeles